tokusatsu, taking the form of many shows including Super Sentai, Kamen Rider, and Metal Heroes. And today, a group of fans come together to review it for you as Toku Secrets. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Toku Secrets Podcast, presented by AnimeSecrets.org. I'm your host, Nathan Nassau. And today, uh, Riz, Anthony, and I are coming. Uh, we're going to be uh, doing something uh, slightly different, uh, a brief short review before we move on to our next big uh, Sentai. Um, we're actually going to be uh, doing a review just to give some advertising on a fan project uh, for in the Toku community. Um, right now, there is a Kickstarter where... Um, some fans are creating their own uh, Toku theme. Uh, it's a Tokusatsu series that's kind of like Kamen Rider-esque. It's a max of, you know, it's a mix of like Tokusatsu, cyberpunk future, and a little bit of a Miami Vice added to it. And it is called Neon Cyber Uprising. Uh, and uh, the first 17 pages of the number one issue have been released. Just as a little bit of an advertisement, and we have all uh, read it, so we want to kind of, uh, you know, just give our early thoughts on it, um, and uh, just kind of encourage you guys to uh, do some, uh, to maybe donate to the Kickstarter. It's going to be, uh, Riz, remind me here, is it like a six-issue series? Or, no, four-issue. It's a four-issue mini-series, according to their Kickstarter. Yeah. Okay. And this Kickstarter that we're looking at will be funding volume one of the four-part uh, miniseries that's coming out. Yep. Um, so we should go over uh, what we've seen so far and uh, what they have on their Kickstarter account. Um, so, this, uh, so this series takes place in a future um, that the city is apparently called New Miami, uh, which is really cool. I like that. I like how uh, already I really like that because, uh, you know, there's a lot of tokusatsu series that like to, you know, take place in, like, uh, future and call the uh, city just New Place Popular uh, city name here, like New uh, Tokyo. Um, well, I'm happy that it's Miami and not New York, Tokyo, Los Angeles, or... Yeah, one of those, you know, one of those well-known post-apocalyptic uh, cities like that. Yeah, like you don't ever see Miami in that world. I mean, mm-hmm. Florida man, don't <laughs> don't let that happen. You know, so I mean, for them to have something here and it'd be this cool, I'm I'm pretty hyped that it's like a lesser known. I mean, okay, Miami's not lesser known, but it's it's not as like prevalent. As like Tokyo or New York or whatever. Yep. Um, so the main plot revolves around um, humans being at war with advanced robots called Cybers, which previously worked. Uh, now, this is information that we're getting off of the Kickstarter page. Uh, not much is revealed about this in the uh, comic, at least the bits that we uh, read. But uh, it was infected, um, the cybers were infected by a virus that turned um, them against humans. And the, basically, most of it is just uh, the, um, the humanity, you know, being at war. 
with cybers. Um, there is a certain uh, there's a group of cops called the uh, hold on I'm a special crimes unit, which is very reminiscent of Common Rider Drive. You know, because Common Rider Drive, um, for those that don't know, Common uh, Rider Drive is with the police, and he's part of a special crimes unit. That deals with mo- that deals with threats like something that a common ride would face. So that's also really cool. Um, and the main person who is standing in their way is a hero called Neon, who is his status is kind of like you know he's like a Batman esque vigilante. He's a hero who's wanted by the police because uh, you know uh, no one knows who he is. In fact, we don't actually know who. Uh, who Neon is until uh, we we actually haven't seen him in the seventeen pages that we first saw. Um, but yeah. he's this. I mean, yeah, go you, ahead. See, you see Neon as the suited character in the comic, but you don't get to know him as Ray Myers. Yes, which is interesting, and I'm I'm actually kind of intrigued that we went that direction, and I'll, I like it because it it gives more intrigue. I feel to show the main hero. Just jumping into action, no origin story, no showing him get bit by a spider or fall in a vat of acid or whatever. Like he he's already here and he's just he's a hero. He's he's known. So yeah, the way that we're uh, introduced to uh, Neon actually is that uh, one of our supporting characters, who's a cop named Riku Ellis, he enters a building that Cybers have invaded and. Uh, he actually encounters Neon already transformed fighting them. That, that's actually really cool. Like that, that really does feel like how a Common Rider series would open. Because I can remember at least two or three Common Rider seasons that begin with like them already being Common Riders and they're literally transformed and battling. Like I'm currently watching Common Rider Blade and they do that. Uh, Wizard literally does that, where there's a cop that. Uh, is trying to fight against the villains, and then Wizard shows up to fight. So, yeah, I, I get those vibes. Um, let's see if there's uh, any other characters besides uh, Ray Myers and Riku Ellis. Uh, we have Sophie Gordon, who is a computer genius and uh, is kind of like, uh, she's like, I guess she she is to uh, Neon neon what uh someone like barbara gordon like oracle is to batman which is funny which is funny because her last name is literally gordon (laughs) i mean okay so i was gonna save this comment until later in the podcast but one thing i like about the kickstarter page is they mentioned um this is cyberpunk meets tokusatsu with a dasa miami vice but i gotta modify their tagline for them here this is cyberpunk meets tokusatsu with a dash of Miami Vice, Batman, and the Matrix. Yeah. Like, I don't... Not Matrix in the sense of, like, they're trapped in a computer world or something. I mean, maybe they are, but I don't think so. But just, just the kind of vibe I've been getting of, like, uh, Detective Riku and Neon, it, it reminds me a lot of the Matrix. And... That's honestly a really cool thing to be mixing all the different type of vibes into one comic like that. Mm-hmm. 
that that's pretty much it. Um, the uh, with like you know plotting characters and all that. Um, we didn't really get much of like an ongoing plot revealed in the section. We just got to see a lot of action. Uh, it's really great. Um, I've uh, as someone who's been reading a lot of comics recently, uh, I really like. I think the artwork is great. Uh, you know, comment uh, neon. Neon looks pretty good. I do want to say, and Anthony kind of uh, pointed this out before we started recording here. His his helmet and visor looks a little too much like it's inspired by Common uh, Rider build, um, mm -hmm. but it's not a big deal. Um, I do think though that um, Neon is, Neon is definitely more Common Rider, you know, esque than Super Sentai though because he uses this belt that, you know, gives him his weapons. And one thing that I really love is that there's point, there's a point in the, um, in the, uh, comic where, uh, he's using this attack and, uh, he like hits something on his belt and they actually have these, uh, little like sound sections where they're saying like speed slash ready, which that's a very nice touch, you know, cause common Rider stuff does that all the time. Like, you know, when, uh, like when Wizard is, uh, you know, going to perform an attack, he's all like, Joey Nick, kick strike. You know, Common uh, Rider, Dime, like, you know, Zoya, orange arms. You get what I'm saying? So, yeah. I, so, I really like those sound effects there. Uh, but what, what, do you got, what are your guys' thoughts on this? Go ahead, Anthony. I know you got some stuff to say. I actually really enjoyed it. When I thought I was, I was like, okay, this is actually pretty interesting. And, like, I think Riku's actually a pretty cool character, too. Like, I don't know what it is. It just reminds me of, like, um, it reminds me, the dynamic kind of reminds me of Kuga a little bit, except I don't think that Neon's identity has been revealed to Riku yet. It's kind of similar, I guess, to Batman and, and, and I guess, Jim, Jim Gordon. Yeah, I was about to say Inspector Jim Gordon, but I said Professor Jim Gordon. <laughs> not, not an inspector, professor. I don't know why I thought professor. For, I was like, yeah, he's a professor, right? I'm like, no. No. Um, but no, yeah, he definitely has a Batman and Jim Gordon kind of vibe going here, which is, again, feeds into my tagline update where I say, that's the Miami Vice and Batman. Yeah. Definitely agree with you on that. I mean... The the thing I like about this the most, I think, so I can't think of a Sentai outside of maybe Mega Ranger that's even somewhat based in a cyberpunk kind of setting. And I mean, for me to say Mega Ranger is based in that is a real stretch, if, in my opinion. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong here, guys, but it, it's a stretch to say that. It, it definitely has a vibe of it, but it's not fully cyberpunk in that season i mean maybe um pardon me uh maybe go busters slightly uh, i don't know i mean not to this degree well not i don't know many common writer series that take place in this in that type of setting either and there's no power ranger series that i i can no there is no power ranger series even close to this so to me, as a fan, somebody who loves cyberpunk and who loves tokusatsu, seeing 
Stephen Coburn, who's the creator of this comic and like the main force behind it, kind of blend cyberpunk with tokusatsu is really awesome. And I mean, the only way it could have been even better is if there was a Sentai team with Neon, but honestly, that's way too much extra research that I, I don't blame them for. Like, maybe if they go to like a full series of comics after the miniseries, they could do it. But I think for the four-part miniseries you're doing right now, having only Neon is perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I gotta say, the, the little, the villain we got at the end he is really awesome. Uh, what villain are you talking about? The the gold armor guy. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He looked pretty cool. I, I loved his suit a lot. I don't know. I don't remember if he, we got his name or anything, but he's definitely really cool, and his suit design is really awesome to me. But yeah, like like y'all said, this is a really well drawn and animated comic. I mean, honestly, looking at just the uh, the cover page again right now, they could make like a real like a, an anime or like a cartoon off of this, and you know, if they had to budget and capital, I, I think they should because, dude, this is a great story, and I would watch it. I, I'd I'd love to watch it. Hell, if they had like anything similar to this in like Tokusatsu, like in a TV series or movie format, I'd be all over it. Yeah, I mean, Actually, okay, you know what? I take that back. There is something Toku-like that's similar to this, but I don't consider what I'm talking about a Tokusatsu. Maybe not fully. It has Tokusatsu vibes. Um, so Netflix released a. Uh, a sequel spinoff to uh, the reboot cartoon from the 90s, if you remember Reboot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they made a sequel called Reboot uh, Guardian Code. And it's basically these teenagers in high school and they are thrust into a world of where they in where they meet this AI and the AI gives them access to go into the cyber world where they don their avatars from a video game with the same name as the TV show Reboot Guardian Code. And they have to stop uh viruses from infecting the world or they have to like fight um a hacker and it's really it's a really cool TV show. Um and it's similar in like the cyberpunk vibe there as it is here. Like, I think this has done better than Reboot Guardian Code, honestly. Like, story-wise, it feels a lot stronger, and it it seems to have more room to grow, in my opinion. Oh, okay. I don't know if, if y'all ever seen it on Netflix or not, but that, that was my comparison I wanted to make real quick. I mean, yeah. I've seen the old reboot, but I haven't seen this yet. I just started watching it last week. Uh, I was kind of curious to see how it was, and yeah, um, when I was watching, I was like, dude, this is exactly Toku because the leader is wearing red and each of the other uh, three characters that are like able to go into cyber world, they have their own color, like blue, green, black. So, I mean, it, it feels very Toku and that's the closest I can think of outside a neon cyber uprising that has a Toku cyberpunk uh, 
hybrid type deal going there. Okay. Yeah, that sounds cool. But but nothing else comes close to that. And that seeing this, I really want it to become like a real thing now, like a TV show. <laughs> I mean, I'll be happy with just, you know, the comics being produced because I will. Oh, hell yeah. I really want to read this thing now. So I'm actually uh, I'm looking at their their pledges on the on the screen to see what what the different levels are. And y'all just for five bucks, y'all can donate and get a PDF copy of Issue One and your name in the thank you section. And then for 10 bucks, you can get a physical copy of it. I mean, that's a that's a pretty dang good deal. Hmm? Yeah, I'm thinking I'm probably I'm thinking of donating and, and anyone who's watching this we do highly recommend that you uh, you know that you uh, try to make some donations because you know this like stuff like this really helps because you know we really want fans to feel encouraged to make more you know fan content yeah. so this is one way to really help that also if you're a real high bankroller which I don't know if I could do this right this moment you could actually pay them like $150 and they'll throw in a, your OC character into the background or the foreground for another $50 on top of that for $200. Oh, that's awesome. And then Whoa. if you pay like $300, and this is a really cool one, they will feature your original Tokusatsu-inspired Sentai as like a background set of characters that are just there in the background doing something. That's That'd be really cool. cool. That that to me is really awesome. Okay, sorry. There's two variants that offer. In the background, it's 300 for the team. And in the foreground, if you want them to interact, I think, it's 350 But, dude, that's still pretty awesome that they're offering this. Like, that's, that's big. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if I, if I had the money and I had the imagination, I might actually go for that. Just because that'd be cool to see, like, a character that I kind of inspired get into it, you know? I mean, I don't really write Sentai stuff. I mean, I, I, I've written my own Power Ranger stuff here and there. But, yeah, so I always really like to support people making their own fan content. Yeah, and I mean, this I'm is a really cool project. And I'm literally one of those guys, technically, so... Yeah, you make a lot of fanfics. I mean, yeah, you're in that community. I mean, the closest I get is making these podcasts with y'all, but... You know, you're you're creating original fanfics and stories. Do we want to say anything else about this? Um, my final thoughts are: if you have the money, I would definitely consider donating to this project. Um, it, it's a really the the preview we got from uh, Stephen is really cool. I'm really happy that um, I found his Twitter post saying if any podcasters want to review this and get the word out there, please do. And I'm glad I responded and said, hey, I run a podcast. Let's do this. Yeah. Anthony, you want to say anything else? Please, 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 guys. Don't know what you can, Project. That's all I got to say. Yeah, and I second what Anthony says. Yeah. Definitely get out there and uh, donate to this Kickstarter, guys, um, just for and, the sake of fandom content. And y'all, they're close. They're getting really close to ha- being done with Volume 1 on the Kickstarter. They're they need less than uh, $300, I believe. 
Yeah, they literally need less than three hundred dollars, and they have twenty six days left to do it. Okay, so, I mean, that's awesome. I, I think they can hit it, and I think it'd be really cool if they could hit it. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's uh, all I have to say. Yeah, I think we've said everything here. So, uh, like we said, uh, definitely try to donate to this Kickstarter if you can. I mean, even just five bucks will probably work. So, uh, with that being said, we are. Uh, the Toko Seekers podcast, and uh, we are, we thank you so much for uh, checking out this uh, little brief short video. Uh, if you like this, uh, like we said, uh, please, uh, you know, donate to this Kickstarter, uh, like this video, subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already subscribed, check us out at AnimeSecrets.org, and check us out at AnimeSecrets on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Once again, we thank you guys so much for watching, and uh, we will see you guys next time when we take a deep dive into our next big Sentai project. We'll see you then. See you guys.